I'm your dungeon master, Cliff B, and we're rolling dice and heading out into the wide world of Castia. I'm joined by Ben, Hajir Mendra, Chris, Magus Magran, and Dave, Sayreal, as we explore the taverns, travel, and tests that their characters encounter. This episode, the heroes continue their quest to find the purloined pits of Meatcraft after finding the bodies of Mag's guards and encountering the Bovatar scouts. Let's check it out. Welcome back to Castia, everybody. Uh, so far, we have met all of our player characters, uh, Magus, Sarael, and Hajir. They all met at the inn back in town, and they learned there at the, uh, at the chopping block is that the brisket festival may not actually happen. So they went in search of the metal cooking devices that had been taken. Uh, but first they made a pit stop over at the stables where Ganjan Herbaler told, told our players that he saw humanoid cow creatures driving <laughs> them off. But his actual uh, sight of them may have been impaired because he liked to imbibe himself on a druid weed. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> uh, the night before, uh, Magus's fr uh, friends, close, close companions, and hired guards went off trying to earn themselves a little extra coin. But as the players soon found, uh, upon going into the woods, they had unfortunately uh, met their the end of their journeys uh, unceremoniously. After following bloody footprints that led from the bodies, the party discovered the Bovatar scouts who were not doing a good job lying in. Magus bravely uh, stood his ground and showed himself to the Bovatars while uh, Hajir and Sarael took to the overgrowth and hid themselves and the three made quick work of those Bovatar scouts. It's been about two hours of travel while you've been in the woods so far and we come upon, back upon our heroes getting ready to investigate the Bovatar bodies. Uh, I believe Sarael said they were going to uh, go ahead and check the bodies. If you go ahead and give me that investigation. Alrighty, let's do it. <laughs> that's a four no <laughs> natural <Again>. 20 <laughs> off to a great start oh there we go okay natural 20 uh you you not only find the arrow that sarael had shot straight into the bovatar nipple uh, <laughs> you you know you pit you recover the the serrated swords that they were carrying, uh, you can tell that they weren't uh, that strong. It looked like they may have uh, used rocks to create the serrations within the swords. Um, the uh, forks that they carried, the javelin-like forks, seemed to be well balanced, and that they could be thrown as well, as well as used to stab. But. Uh, from what you're searching, you don't really see any kind of other identifying markers on them, but what you do find nearby as you were investigating 
is that you can see uh, off the path, uh, it does look like there are some drag marks uh, of something that was uh, large that was brought through this way recently. And there it is. That's this the way. Gotta, gotta get after it. It's, uh... Guys, I, I don't I don't know how much you trust me or not, but I feel as though Roland and Kathy wouldn't just fall to these two. Well, so I, I, I would, yeah. I, I would suggest maybe a little caution. I mean, that seems appropriate. I mean, we just basically blew holes in them like nothing. We just went through them like butter. I, I can tell you that my grandmother paid a decent amount for the two of them to guard me. We're, we were traveling, we're, we're, you see, all the way to the uh, Isles of Karen. Um, so they wouldn't just be anybody that my grandmother would trust. They were they were pretty strong. Um, I don't think these two killed them. I think you're probably right. And I think we should probably be very careful. As long as we can determine before we encounter them what, what might have killed your men, we should be okay. Well, I, I just urge caution. I, I think we need to be careful. Okay. Well, maybe we should be, uh, maybe we should be, you know, enter the woods stealthily. With the, with the, that might be a good idea. Try not to be detected. That's probably not a bad idea. Um, okay. So are we in agreement, though? We're going into the woods? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I want to sneak into yes. the woods. Yes. Um, well, for the way you're going, uh, it's not so much that uh, the the path leads into the woods, oh. uh, more that it's, it looks like it was drug off of the trails to try and obscure the uh, dragging of of the uh, big cooking pits. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe we should just uh, follow this road in that direction. And see what we can find. Maybe, maybe who knows? Maybe they're laying in the middle of the road up there somewhere. Yeah. Somehow I, I doubt it, but uh, it's worth a shot. Yeah, me too. I sure do. <laughs> but we'll see. So let's, uh, let's move on. All right. So following it north uh, does take you know, about another uh, 15 minutes, and you do come across another set of uh, intersections. Uh, the drag marks keep going. Uh, north, though, um, and as you are reaching uh, the top of the trail where it starts, there it starts to turn uh, to the west. Uh, you do notice that the drag marks uh, do continue going north, but as you're looking down the trail, uh, you do see to the west that there is a uh, what looks like a uh, decrepit hunting lodge that is. Uh, off in the distance, about maybe you know, twenty minute walk away, but it's very. The path is pretty clear, so it allows uh, for in that in that clearing to be uh, so that you can see that uh, hunting lodge pretty well. Hmm. Do we want to investigate this? We we have to. We've come this far. 
Yeah, I, I think we I think we kind of need to at this point. Yeah, okay. Um can we sneak up to the lodge? Uh yeah, you would definitely be able to go ahead and give me some stealth rolls. Let's see what we got. No. Uh, uh 19. 8. Oof. Uh that would be a six. <laughs> oh my god! Clunk, clunk, clunk. <laughs> uh, no, not. And you guys are able to uh, sneak up to the lodge. Um, as you are uh, getting up to it, uh, you do uh, cross over a couple of intersections. Uh, it looks like. A trail curves up and then curves back down around it. Uh, this, uh, you can kind of see the trail as it goes up along, like one of those ones like Mill Creek Park, where like you've got the main brown one, but you can kind of see that dirt path that goes up and along. Blitz off of it now. Yeah. So you can still like see it leading up you know, a, a hill, but you get over to the, uh, the hunting lodge. Uh, as you approach, you do see you know, a couple crows start cawing and flying off into the into the deeper woods. This hunting lodge, it, it's seen better days. It's got very typical, like, old forgotten lodge in the woods kind of look to it. Uh, you do see on the steps there, it does look like the steps are newer in relation to the uh, lodge, but that does not make them new per se. You can tell that they're like a different style of wood that was used. It looked like somebody at some point tried to fix up the place, but uh, mm-hmm. they eventually gave up on it and left it. Oh, it's kind of sad. <laughs> well, uh, are there are there any signs of uh, of anyone traveling into or out of it? It looks like you know that the the path way around it is pretty well worn. It may be a uh, a historical landmark for the town, like oh, this is where, you know, people used when they would go hunting for boars or something like that in the woods, they would camp there and be able to go deeper into the woods later on. Or cow people, you know, just normal stuff (laughs) that you go hunting for. (laughs) Just from looking at it, you know, there may be you know, useful tools inside of it, or maybe older tools. You know, there's no guarantees that you'll find anything inside. It's one of those, like, people kind of left it there for whatever reason, didn't tear it down, but it hasn't been regularly. Uh, can I check the door handle? Uh, yeah. Uh, you go up, uh, you check it, and the door uh, swings open. Uh, inside, you can see, like, there's a good bit of cobwebs. Uh, you can see, like, in the walls, it looks like there have been uh, just different, like, uh, graffitis kind of carved into them, like local kids going off and, like, putting things like, uh, Atticus loves Debicus. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows what that is. Yeah, that's, yeah. A real, that's a real local cut. <laughs> um, well, okay. it's, uh, I think we're safe in here for now. No, 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 no one in here but us cow people. <laughs> uh, Mag's going to do a little uh, searching around and see if he can find anything useful in here. Go ahead and give me a uh, investigate or a perception check. Uh, that is a 17. All right, 17. 
Uh, you're walking around, just taking a look. There's some uh, old shelves in the uh, in the room. It looks like they may have been like for like bows and uh, quivers and stuff like that to be stored uh, while staying here. Nothing really, you know, sticking out from there. There's a couple tables. There's a uh, what are those things that you cook in? A fireplace. <laughs> yeah, there's an old fireplace, uh, an old cast iron uh, pot hanging out uh, nearby there. And you know, as you're walking around checking things out, uh, you feel your feet drop from under you. Uh, oh. the, the sound of uh, boards breaking. Uh, you drop down uh, about 10 feet. You land on uh, some hay. <sighs> it's definitely not the freshest, but it does pad your landing enough that you don't take damage from it. Okay. Down in this little... Uh, basement get your bearings you're looking around serial and hajir you see like dust fly and hear the cracking of boards as all of a sudden magus drops down into the ground of the cabin uh, magus you're looking around and you see a uh, a small chest that has this strange crest on it it's a shield okay and the shield has like the face of a dragon facing forward on it. Hmm. Okay, um, I'm going to uh, call up to the other two. I'm I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah, I uh, I figured you probably would be. <laughs> um, I wasn't going to check on you or anything. Um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sketching the little shield with the dragon. <laughs> he kind of looks like Pete from Pete's Dragon, so he's like super not intimidating. Um. So oh, I'm uh hopping down there. I'm hopping <laughs> down there with you. Mag is uh Mag is uh up looking at the chest, just kind of like yeah. examining it a bit. Uh is yeah, there a is there a lock on it at all? Uh no, it just uh it looks like where a lock would go is that uh, symbol that you saw on there. It's not okay. very big. It's like dimensions are probably uh, the same as like a 16 inch laptop square size dimension. Uh, okay. It's maybe about not even like a foot tall. It's maybe like you know, eight inches tall. And it's a small, small. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to try and open the damn thing. All right. You uh, flip the lid open, and inside of this chest, it should, you know, theoretically be dusty, but. You know, they, they look pristine. Uh, there's a a signet ring, which on the signet ring, it has that same crest with the shield and the dragon face. Okay. Uh, there's a bracelet. On the on the bracelet, it's got like a uh, it's got like a gemstone, and it has that in that gemstone, it has a crest uh, as well. Okay. And as well as an amulet, and oh. that amulet also has the crest on it. Huh. What do you I, think I go, that is? I go to turn around and uh, I'm startled immediately because Sariel is right there and I didn't <laughs> expect her, her to be there. Hi! Oh. Oh. You all right, please, buddy? Please don't do that. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. I, I found this chest with these pieces of jewelry in them. Do you yeah, recognize, what the heck is that? Do you recognize this symbol at all? The, this dragon? The little crest? Actually, you know, uh, would I recognize it? It's not anything that you've really seen before, no. Okay. 
It's like, okay. No, I don't. I have no idea. I don't know what that is. This is uh, very nice stuff for a place like this. Yeah, what the heck do you think it's doing down here? And also, I look around to try and figure out more about the rooms. Oh, yeah, good, good idea. <laughs> From what you can tell glancing around, it looks like the, the walls are, you know, pretty much just dirt. It looks like this theoretically had to have been here when it was built, but that at the same time doesn't make a whole lot of sense because it's decrepit. It's falling apart, but you know, the way it looked, it couldn't be more than a couple hundred years old. Hmm. Are there any other like stairs out of here or like a like a ladder or uh, no, it looks like it's just about like like about a seven foot drop or so from the uh, floor of the hunting lodge to here. Okay. okay. So it's like a crawl space. Yeah, if the crawl space were just straight down. It like, it's like the world's smallest uh, like wine cellar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, see the world's smallest wine cellar. <laughs> Step right up. Well, uh, where's, uh, Hajir, are you all right up there? Oh, I'm perfectly fine. How are you doing down there? Uh, I'm okay. I think we found something. Yeah, check it out. And I hold the box. I pick up the box and I go to show it to him. Interesting. Any way to open it? Yeah, I, I opened it. There's some jewelry in here. They all have this little dragon crest thing. I'm going to, like, walk over to the hole and uh, hold up the ring with a little dragon face on it. Do you recognize this? Would I? <laughs> Probably not. Give me a history check with disadvantage. A history check with disadvantage. Okay. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. History check with disadvantage results in a seven. You don't recognize the symbol. But looking at the, uh, the jewelry itself, you do notice that this is a lot similar to the kinds of jewelry that have been passed down your family line from your ancestors. And it was a long time ago that your ancestors had moved to uh, the deserts. I, I can't tell you what it means, but it's ancient. Very ancient. Huh. Ancient Probably must mean valuable, so I'm guessing you guys... Found some treasure here. Yeah, what do you what do you say we split these? Everyone takes one? Yeah, there's three of them. What would you guys like? I have the ring, the bracelet, and the amulet. Give me that ring. I say, uh sort of jokingly. Hajir, <laughs> <laughs> what which one do you want? Happily take the amulet. Sure. Uh um uh, Mag is going to kind of like examine the bracelet a little bit. Um, and it's, it's a little like, uh, like over the top, but I think he's going to like shrug and just put it on anyway. <laughs> yeah. okay. I admire my ring and I go, cool. Uh, and then I guess I try to crawl out of this basement or whatever. <laughs> cool. Cool. Um, are you all putting on your newly found... Yep. With maggots. With no regards to whether that might be a dangerous and yep. bad idea. Yeah, sure, why not? I'm 15, so why not? <laughs> all right. Cool, cool. Awesome. 
you now have adorned yourself with your items. You feel revitalized, like none of you have really taken any damage, but you have this wave of like warmth and good feeling wa- wash over you. Ooh. 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 You guys feel that? Yeah, it's like a wave of warmth and good feeling washing over me. <laughs> yeah. I think we might have found something here. Yeah. So, uh, I think that putting that on was a good idea. Well, um, we should uh, we should press on. You two would want to be finding those grates, right? Uh, yep. Yeah, I have to. Uh, we'll have to find them and then get back. I have to write my grandmother a letter right away. You right now? You have to write a letter right now? No, I, I'm saying let's go find the grates and oh. then we can go back to the tavern and I can write a letter. I can't write a letter right now. I don't have any of my writing supplies here. Okay, that's true. <laughs> and I see this now. And I should have known what you meant when you said it, but I didn't. <laughs> uh, Mag kind of like uh, tries to jump as high as he can to prop himself up but is not having any success um, getting back out uh, of the hole in the floor. Can, can I, I will offer... Boost? I have some rope. I'll lower it down. Uh-huh. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Azir. Kind of. Uh, I, I also climb up the rope. Of course, lad. Just uh, two two big arm stretches, hoists his way up, and like springs to his feet really quick. <laughs> nice. And I do a little shimmy. Shimmy, 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 shimmy. All right. Okay. So you've uh, escaped from the the hole in the ground. And uh, there's really not much else in this uh, hunting lodge. You can see, you know, in a small cupboard, there's some, like, very much uh, expired, molded over trail rations. Uh, Like I said, it's been a while since anybody's been here. Yeah, not really, like, a whole lot useful, but you did get a uh, pretty good find there in your uh, new items. Yeah. Wondering what they eventually we're gonna have to discuss, like yeah, exactly say, what, what they're doing. We, what should we call it? Uh, heading back to the uh, last place that you saw the drag marks. Uh, it's tough, but you're able to uh, cut through the woods. There, it does lead to uh, another intersection. Uh, there's a trail that's going south, one that's cutting over northwest, and one that goes northeast. Hmm. Uh, I have no idea which way to go. <laughs> um, shit. <laughs> uh, remind. No, you go ahead. I was just gonna say, remind us of the um, uh, the exits again, or obvious exits. It, one, there's one that goes south from where you are. Uh, you can you look down that way. You can see it kind of curving over. It may have been. It looks like it's going to reconnect with the uh, path that you had already been on for the uh, you'd seen the hunting lodge. Gotcha. So, so you do have uh, two paths, uh, one going northwest, one going northeast, and you don't really see the drag marks in the ground anymore anywhere. You like, go ahead and give me perception checks. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, nine. So Eleven. Uh, that's a ten. Wow. Right. 
really middling roles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not really seeing a whole lot as far as like what happened. It looks like whatever had been dragging that thing before either you, you don't see uh, the uh the pit around anywhere. Uh whatever had been dragging the pit it looks like it may have got some assistance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's, well, uh, yeah. Why don't we continue in the direction we were headed? Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a, like a good idea. Yeah. Right. I don't want to backtrack right now. So what? That takes us northward. Is that right? Yeah. Both both trails would take you north. One is just going uh, northwest. One's going northeast. Uh, I'm feeling northwest. What do you think, guys? That works for me. I agree. All right. Let us go northwest. Who's calling you and I? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you head up northwest. Uh, After about uh, 15 or 20 minutes or so of travel, uh, you get to a path that leads pretty... You can continue going. uh, It evens out to go north. Uh, you meet a uh, intersection with a uh, trail that's going west. It looks very difficult to climb, though. Like it looks like it's a pretty steep uh, path leading up. But going north, you can still see that there is a uh, path that you can take as well. So I, we have two ways basically to do this. We can either uh, climb our way up or take the path, right? Uh, yeah, there's still like a path that's going west that is the a difficult climb, uh, mm. but you don't really have too much indication on if there's anything uh, either direction, like which way would be better. Mm. Gotcha. Uh, I'm not really up for climbing a wall right now. Oh, or really? Whatever it is, <laughs> whatever, whatever is the difficult track that you're describing, I am not into it. <laughs> uh, I think I could get up there if we need to. You gonna you gonna make it a challenge or? Well, no, I just I don't know. Are we still looking for the cooking grade, or do you want to? Maybe I can get a survey of the land from up there. That's not a bad idea. Maybe you can climb uh, up high and get a good view of what's going on around here. Oh, I can get up there. Uh... Yeah, the uh, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna try and scale and just get a survey of the land, and see what I see, if that's okay. Go ahead and give me an athletics check. Uh, okay, that is a eighteen. Nice. All right, you're using all the little roots and everything to get good footholds up. It does like pretty sharply go up, uh, but you're able to scamper up there pretty well. Um, while you are scampering up this hill, uh, go ahead and uh, give me a perception. That's an 11. So you're about like halfway up this path on the hill, and you can hear a from, from somewhat north of you. Uh, you can hear some activity and a very, very faint Oh, guys! I, I hear more of those those cows up here. 
Um, I don't know. I feel like I have a good reason to think that maybe these cows are the ones that took our cooking grates or, or, or whatever. So that would be <laughs> my guess. The man great. <laughs> the, the man great. Uh, I okay. So cow people mooing is a good sign. I think. Do you guys think you can make it up here? <laughs> I don't know. I, I Mag Mag kind of like notices the the like hesitation, and he's just sort of impatient. Like, come on. Uh, I'm I'm more used to flatland myself. Okay, I'll I'll try it. My athletics is like a minus one. <laughs> Let's see what happens. That's a three. Oh boy! <laughs> Break both angles. No, no. Uh, so you start climbing up, and you're like halfway up the hardest of the hills going up. And granted, it's like once you get to like where Mag is, it starts like it goes from like a like seventy five degree like pitch down to like a uh, like a forty, but as you're climbing up, your hand kind of gets stuck in one of the roots that you grabbed onto to climb up. So you're kind of like, you, you lose your balance a little bit, but you're hanging on by your hand being stuck. <laughs> so, so you're, uh, you know, you, you haven't like, you haven't lost any ground. You're not like falling back to the ground or anything, but you, know, you will need to try and, you know, write yourself to uh, get up. Okay. What do I do to do that? Uh, go ahead and give me an give me another uh, athletics check. You're gonna have just a little bit higher DC than it would normally be right now. Okay. Oh is there any way I could run down and try and? How far away is she from me? I mean, if you're like looking down the, uh, you came back over to report, so there, so Sarah's probably maybe like six feet from you. They're about halfway up. The that you climbed up. Ooh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna try and and I mean I'm short, so this is, I don't know how this is gonna work. I'm gonna try and like lock my feet and reach down and and see how uh how how closely can come to hoisting her up. Yeah, I rolled a nine, by the way. <laughs> All right. So you haven't lost any ground. You did get your hand unstuck, but you haven't gained any ground. And Mag, I. I think you might be just a little bit too short to... Yeah, that's, that's what I was worried about. <laughs> okay. I, I know you guys have rope, and at least one of you does. So, uh, you, one of you may be able to toss rope up to give some advantage on Clay. Yes, yeah. I, I will toss that rope up. Alright, so just give me a uh, dex check to see if you catch it, Mag. <laughs> oh, God. Let's see. Oh, that's... Oh. Okay, uh, plus one's ten. You, you're able to catch the rope. So, okay. Mag is up on top of the uh, steepest part, steeper part of the hill, uh, holding onto the rope. Uh, Sarah, you would be able to go ahead and grab onto that and climb up. Go ahead and give me advantage on your uh, athletic check to climb. Okay, let's see. That's a ten, uh, and uh, then that, that's a twelve. All right. With that twelve, you are <laughs> able to scamper up the. 
And Hajir, go ahead and give me a uh, athletics check with advantage as well. Athletics check with advantage. Did I just struggle like four times to climb a wall that's like <laughs> 10 feet tall? Uh, athletics check with advantage is a 14. Yeah, you just right away, your client, you just whip yourself up there with that uh, rope. And... Sweet. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that was a little embarrassing, but we're all here. That's okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, you're up here now. That's all that matters. Do you guys hear those things? <laughs> well, uh, yes, I definitely do. Uh, can we see? Can we see at all? Like, if, if we look at the direction where the sounds are coming from, can we see anything? It's really hard to because the uh, woods are pretty thick there. But um, two C's. <laughs> uh, you actually can hear the sound of something clanging on metal. And it's pretty much uh, straight north. Uh, you would be able to go ahead and, you know, just there's no really a path that's leading up there. Uh, you'd be able to go ahead and give me stealth checks. Yeah. I think, so, like... it, I think the difficult terrain would give you disadvantage on it. But the fact that they're so dense, anything on the other side, probably not notice you coming up right away. So just go ahead and give me some stealth checks right Advantage nice. advantage on them. Eighteen with, with advantage. Uh, no, the uh, the advantage of all the cover that you have can't is canceled out by the disadvantage you would get from the uh, difficult terrain. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that's uh, that's an eighteen for me. Thirteen Eleven for me. <laughs> As you all are approaching, uh, you can see through the. See, start seeing through the woods. You see this uh, camp. Over at the backside of the camp, uh, you can see about six or seven big, like, metal pits are back there. Basically, like, metal barrel drum drills are what you see that are closed up. Uh-oh. And there, there's a bunch back there. You see that there is um, one of these bovatars that's like hitting one with a hammer trying to like reshape it and there's another one in the center of the village uh well village it's more of a camp and he, it looks like he's wearing one around but it's been like bent and contorted so that it looks like you know almost like a makeshift full plate like a what like a makeshift full plate armor oh i gotcha Oh, and shoot. Wow, you, okay. You see him ordering around a couple other of these uh, bovatars. He's, you know, <laughs> and uh, from behind you, uh, you do see one of the, you do hear, uh, <laughs> And there is one of these scouts behind you. Uh, go ahead and give me some initiative roll. Shit. Ooh, unnatural 20. 11. And uh, for me is a 9. Very close, except for Chris, to what you guys got before. <laughs> uh, in fact, 
Dave, you had the same. Uh, I'm, I, my rolls are very weird tonight. <laughs> I'm I'm using a PowerShell script because I trust it more than actual dice. Right <laughs> than the physical world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the RNG in this uh, simulation we're living in is not so great. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god! So we have a scout behind us. The human-legged, human-armed cow people with bare hands uh, that are boys uh, now make armor with, with bare feet, please. Uh, yeah, bare feet, please. Yeah. And now they make tools. <laughs> they craft. I mean, they had weapons. Yeah, I just yeah, assumed like... they found them. <laughs> well, one of them was a fork. That's true. It did look like it was like notched out with stone, so we should have figured. This would be really hard to do with hooves. <laughs> Good thing they got those human hands. So, the leader, uh, they they are up first. He hears the signal of his boys. Uh, you see him turn. He basically gets ready and kind of like looks over at one of the tents and yells, Get out! <laughs> I am an adult. And from out of one of the uh, tents comes one another uh, Bovatar boy. Oh boy, a little beefy boy. Little how beefy. many? How many does that make in total? Uh, that makes four of the cows and the leader. Oh okay. joy! Hmm. Some of them have armor. One of them is just a boy. Well, one one of them has armor. The leader has armor. The rest are undressed like the uh, ones that you fought, the ones you fought before. Big okay. cow dicks swinging around everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> cow dicks. Peace. Yeah, okay. you know. We got <laughs> okay, well, shit. Max, you are up first. Well, you're up first of you guys. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, who is the nearest cow to me? Uh, probably the boy that's behind you. Okay, uh, let's um, let's overhead swipe and uh, see what we could take off of him. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, that's gonna be painful. Uh, twenty four. Oh, hit. that hits. Okay. <laughs> Gee whiz. <laughs> uh, oh, that's also gonna be painful. That's fourteen damage. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> As you're going to swing into this guy, uh, that warm feeling that you had when you put the bracelet on, yeah, you feel an extra little oomph into what you're doing. Okay. Uh, Chris, from this point on, go ahead and add a plus one to your damage rolls. So you oh. end up with 15. So that would yeah. be 15. Yeah. And yeah. You, you lop this, this uh, little cowboy in half. <laughs> oh, looks like, shit. Looks like his patty's uh, taken care of for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get it eventually, kid. <laughs> <laughs> taken care of for dinner. Okay. <laughs> Unstick my axe and turn towards the rest of the battle. <laughs> uh, I say, good one. 
All right, Dave, you are up now with Sariel. Uh, the rest of the uh, cow people are in the camp. Uh, you just looked behind you and saw Magus cut one of them in half. <laughs> cool. The long way, long ways. Okay. Um, so there's the leader, and then there's what uh, a scout, or is that with the boy that just got? The scout is the one that Chris just cut in half. There is uh, <laughs> one. There's one that was pounding on some of the armor. There's one that was being ordered around, and there's another one that the uh, leader just called out on their turn. They don't act on this round. Okay. Would uh, I'm wondering if any of these people qualify as a surprise action for me, but I get I guess they like I can't I I I can't have surprised anyone if they're all mobilizing to attack us. Uh, you could go ahead and give it, do a uh, stealth check and uh, you know actually go to hide this round, and then you would be able to use. Uh, up to half half of your movement, because yeah, I don't think you've dipped into all the uh, rogue feats that let you like hide and stuff as a bonus action yet. Right. No. Yeah. But I do think it's probably better for for me to be more effective if I go into a hiding position so I can pick off some stealth shots. So yeah, I'll spend my turn that way. I'll roll stealth and uh, see. That's good. That's a twenty-two. That's real good. Nice. Uh, it looks like uh, they have not spotted that you have darted off anywhere. Um, awesome. And then are you, like, essentially staying put, or are you going to use that uh, half movement to try and uh, s try and sneak around to another side of the camp? Yeah, if I, well, how much, I mean, I only have 30 feet of walking, you know, right, so... Is that, yeah, so, I mean... Yeah, you'd be able to move, you can move 15 feet uh, while you're stealthing and not cause, draw any attention to yourself. Uh, so you could probably go uh, 15 feet uh, to the northeast or, well, not northwest or the uh, east. Yeah, let me go, let me go 15 feet northwest. Cool, cool. All right. Uh, up next... Ajir, you are up in the initiative order. Awesome. Uh, how far is uh, uh, the guy wearing armor from me? Um, I'd say he's probably... You guys were like almost at the edge of the tree line around the camp, so he's probably about uh, 20, 20... Yeah, about 20 feet from you. That is perfect. I'm going oh to use 20 of my 30 movement speed to get in melee range of him and use Shocking Grasp as a cantrip. Um, awesome. What does um, that do? That gives me advantage on an attack roll on any enemy wearing metal armor. Ooh, oh, nice. Clever boy. Excellent. And I'm going to I'm going to roll to attack with advantage. Uh, that is 17 plus my modifier, which is which is a plus six, so that's 23. Ooh, Ooh. does it hit? <laughs> um, yeah, that hits. <laughs> okay, 
Um, target takes 1d8 lightning damage and cannot take reactions until the start of its next turn. So let me roll. That is an 8 on a d8. What is going on over there? Oh, so I, man. I'm going to deal 8 damage to him. All right, and do I get a saving throw on that, or does it just for the uh, other part? Uh, no, it just hits, and uh, uh, you can't t- uh, that that target can't take any reaction until the start of its next turn. So I'm going to take the opportunity to uh, use a bonus action and disengage as well. Hey everybody, it's your Fungin Master Cliff here. I just wanted to check in on you on this mid-roll, uh, like last time, seeing how you're doing. Uh, there's been a lot of exciting things that have happened already in this episode, and a lot more excitement to come. So stick around after this, and uh, be sure to finish checking out the episode. Uh, no actual advertisers this week, so... I want to go ahead and tell you about another one of the Project Derail podcasts, Fables Around the Table. Fables Around the Table is an anthology podcast series focusing on smaller and independently run uh, role-playing systems that aren't D&D or ones that you really hear about too terribly often. Uh, There have been a lot of great games that have gone on, and uh, you should really check them out. Each season is hosted by a different person, usually the person running the game, though there have been some GM-less games that have been experimented with on the uh, podcast as well. Uh, There are a lot of different options available to check out, uh, but the ad role I'm going to play for you for that one is from the season I was on, uh, Firelight. It's a great one to start with, Uh, because that one is full of one-shot games that weren't necessarily just one person running. So it's like a beer flight of games. You get a whole bunch of different variety based on people's running styles. Uh, It features myself. uh, Previously mentioned on last week's episode, Nick Urasiva runs a game. Uh, Also, Fiona L.F. Kelly runs one as well. And Chelsea Rexinger also has a game involved in that series. Uh, So be sure to check it out. Uh, It's a lot of fun, and I hope you enjoy it. Uh, So like I always say, stick around here, and we're real thankful for you being here. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. As each day shrinks shorter and the nights grow colder, our souls prepare to darken along with the night sky. Four storytellers gather round the campfire. Each has a tale to tell. The counselors at Camp Marigold are trying to move on from the terrors of the previous summer. Will they escape from the clutches of the Lindworm? Three friends investigate a small town after their vehicle breaks down on their road trip. Will they survive its horrifying secret or succumb to devastation? A tale of mystical felines who watch over the children of the neighborhood. Will they be able to save them on All Hallows' Eve? When nightmares become indistinguishable from reality, where do the real horrors lie? Fables around the table. Firelight premieres October 7th. Wherever you get your podcasts. Nice. Well well done. Well done. Thank you. (laughs) All right.
right. So he is, and that's at the end of your next turn, your next turn, correct? Uh, that's at the end of the opponent's next turn. Okay. All right. Up next was the one that was uh, hammering on some armor. Um, since you are within the camp now, Azir, uh, he is going to try and charge at you. Okay. This is fine. <laughs> I I know the answer, but I'm going to ask anyway. Does a <laughs> does a nine hit you? <laughs> it does not. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, you see him run by, and uh, like before when they fought uh, Magus, it stops within uh, the five feet of you, so that it does not leave your threatened area. And it turns around and is preparing to attack. Uh, the neck, the one after that is the one that was roaming around. Uh, he is going to uh, come up to you as well because you are the closest opponent. Oh boy, and he, he is going to try and make a slash attack with the uh, serrated sword. Does a 19 hit you? It sure does. <laughs> oh, and he just did his max nine damage to you. Ooh. I'm down. <laughs> oh, shit. No. I'm down. I have eight HP. No. <laughs> That's all right. You guys got this. All right. Well, um, that was the last move for the round. Uh, now it is uh, the leader's turn again. Uh, he is going to see that his underlings have the uh, close one at hand. Uh, does that end your spell, or does he still have to wait until the end of his turn for reactions? I think I feel like it's probably still has to wait, but I don't know. He he has to wait till the uh the beginning of his next turn. Okay. It is his turn now. Uh, he is going to uh, charge out into the brush and make a attack against Magus because that is the only one that he can see right now. Oh God! Oh, Magus does a sixteen hit. It does. Oh no, <laughs> guys. Uh, that is five damage. Okay. He's okay. And he's alright. Ah, he's fine. He's alright. You see him start hitting his chest with the uh, armor on it uh, and just letting out a... <laughs> oh. A bovine war scream. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it is now your turn. Okay. Get well, him, I'm boy. guessing he's right in front of me, right? Yep. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, is there an open spot in his armor? Uh, you can see that there... Like, his arms are pretty wide open. His okay. head is pretty open. His legs are open. Hmm. Well, let's see if we can lop an arm off here. <laughs> it's worked so far. Yeah, right. That is a 13. 
13, you just hit the side of the uh, this grill that he's wearing as armor, and it kind of like bounces the uh, axe off just past the arm. So, oh, no. mm, damn. Okay. Oh no. Um, can I use my bonus action to go into a rage? You sure can. Let's yeah. do that. Awesome. So now you are very, very angry that you did not claim this, uh, this Bovatar arm for your own. <laughs> and for the glory of House Midget or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> So um, can I use? Uh, hmm. I I can attack again. Yeah, is that is that right? Oh, uh, double check on that. While you're doing that, I will be right back. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Well, you should be sorry. <laughs> well, maybe not. Okay, never mind. Now that I'm reading through here. Sorry, everybody. New character. <laughs> No worries. Did you uh? Did you see that John Oliver put out uh, stickers you can print to say you voted by mail just to piss off Tucker Carlson? <laughs> One of them is a, a hamster. It says I voted by mail, spelled M A L E, and he's wearing tight underpants, and there's a little bulge in those little underpants. <laughs> nice. Thought you should know. <laughs> like right now, that's important for you to know right now. Uh, yeah, no, there's no uh, bonus attack from doing any kind of raging. Yeah, I didn't think so. But that was good. It was good to check. Better to check and not get something than to not check and have wasted opportunity. Sure, that's okay. All right, uh, Dave, you are up now. All right. I um I definitely want to aim for the big bully, uh, but I'm wondering if there's a place for me to really aim with an arrow. I mean, is is he is you know, can I can I can I shoot him in the neck is what I'm asking. Uh yeah, you'd be able to hit hit its neck. I want to shoot it in the neck. It's so bad. <laughs> Go um, ahead and shoot with advantage since you are shooting out of hiding. Hell yeah. All right. So that's first, that's a 13. That is a um, nine. So 13, I guess. That doesn't do well. 13 with your bonuses and everything? Yeah. That's the plus. It's just, that's just a hit, right? It's, uh, yeah, it's your proficiency plus, uh, I believe, your dex. Yeah. I got, I got it as a, as a plus two. So that's my proficiency bonus is plus two. My dex is plus zero. So, yeah, that was that 13 was actually it. <laughs> yeah, it uh, the arrow kind of uh, bounces off. <sighs> All right, <laughs> not a great start so far. No, we might die so to a bunch better. of cow people. Uh, yeah, he's uh. Did yeah. uh yeah no um... no <laughs> no <If laughs> whatever you you're is... <laughs> whatever you're asking the answer is no yeah the answer is a sad <laughs> no to whatever you meant to ask <laughs> it's not happening not great, not great. 
And since I missed him on that initial turn, uh, the cow that uh, the leader summoned out, now that you've popped out and shot that arrow, Dave, uh, he's going to kind of charge at Serial and try and uh, he can beef, see me. beef into them. Uh, what you lose, you're, uh, you lose stealth whenever you would uh, attack or cast a spell. Oh, all right. <laughs> the day the cows attacked. Does a 24 hit you? That, ooh, no. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, that is going to be seven damage, Serial. Um, I'm actually going to die to some cow people today. <laughs> no, no. I don't even have any healing of any kind, and I have three hit points, and one of us is down. Huh. We might be better off running away from this fight. I don't know. Two of us can't. Yeah. <sighs> uh... <laughs> Alright, Ajir, go ahead and give me a death saving throw. Death saving throw. Here we go. Big money. That is a no seven. Oh. That's not good. No that... whammies. No whammies. <laughs> well, it wasn't a whammy, at least. That is uh, one death saving throw fail. Oh, uh-huh. God. Uh, uh, Cereal, do you, do you have any, any potions or anything? Not now. Do you have any health potions? I don't. This seems like a bad idea. Uh, the one of the cows that had been standing over uh, Azir, he's going to run into the woods and try and make a uh, slash attack against uh, Magus. Okay. And I'm pretty sure an eight does not hit. It does not. Oh, thank God. Fortunately. Okay. Um, the other one is going to uh, follow along that same thread and try and uh, slash against Magus as well. Does a 12 hit you? It does not. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Um, it is the leader's turn. Uh, he is going oh to <clears throat> fuck you up. <laughs> uh, he's just going to try and ram into you. Okay. No, he's a cow. Okay. <laughs> mm uh, 21. How does that feel? Oh, not great. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, that is four damage, and I believe you're raging, so you're... that's half to two damage. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not bad. And not good, but not bad. Not great. Not you great. are up. <laughs> yes. Wait. Who's up? Uh, Magus is up. Oh, thank God. Okay. So I'm basically surrounded by little uh by the leader and then two other 
uh, Bovatars. Is that correct? That that's correct. That is a correct assessment of the situation. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I'm going to swing for one of the weaker ones. Cuckoo. All right, come on, big money, big money. Oh, that is uh, 16 plus 5 is 21. Yeah. That is a hit. Uh, so let's roll. 7 plus three, 10 plus 1. Sorry, I'm mathing. Uh, that would be uh, 12. It would be 12 damage. All right. Uh, you, much like that uh, first encounter, you managed to... Uh, lop off one of this one's arms. Yeah. Boom, he, baby. He do not like that. <laughs> Ow, my arm. <laughs> uh, then at the end of your turn, uh, this uh, leader is going to yell, Yell out, Krillin! And the Krillin, uh, Krillin, and the uh, the the one that was attacking you, Serial, he stops, looks, and runs over to toward Magus. So you would get a uh, attack of opportunity on him as he ran away. Oh hell yeah! Like right now? Yep. Right I, now, that's what attack use, of opportunity is. Let me use my rapier. And that is a 12, and I don't think that's good. Uh, no, he man you managed to out <sighs> Okay. Wait, no, that's that's a little boy. No, you hit. Yay! Yay! Okay. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Okay, well, that's a, a D8 of piercing damage. That's four piercing damage. Little boy. <laughs> <laughs> Little man. <laughs> uh, you see, he did not care for that at all. Uh, mm. But he still was following orders and running over uh, toward Magus. But it is now your turn. Hell yeah. Um, okay, so um, shoot. He, so that one ran away. Yeah. And then the big leader guy is in front of Magus, which is, they're all over there. And then there, there's another guy somewhere, right? Uh, no, it's just, now it's uh, three boys, three of the cowboys uh, on Magus and uh, the leader. They're all uh, having a good time hanging out. Three yeah. cowboys. Tons of fun. We gotta get, we gotta get Ajiro back up. Uh... Somehow. Um... If and okay. if he ought to survive, that'd be fun. Hey, can I uh chuck ball bearings at the ground and fuck up all of their movement? <laughs> I have a bag of ball bearings, a thousand of them. And apparently it's a combat utility item that can cover an area ten feet square. <laughs> I'm going to Kevin Malone the shit out of these cows. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, you could do that. That is a thing that you could do. I feel like you're not suggesting I do that, so I'm not going to do that. Well, uh, 
it's not that I, no, I'm not suggesting you do it. Um, I'm reading the room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to hit one of these cows with the rapier again and not no, do no, what no, I just I'm, said. I'm, no, I was just, I was just stalling for time as I am uh, looking over okay. uh, your sheet just because I'm like, I was just like, I don't think you'd make it up, but do you have a bag full of all drinks? <laughs> you know, I mean, I might make it up, but I would eventually fess up. So, no, you, this is totally real. No, you you can absolutely do that. What are the what is the rules on that? I don't know. It says <laughs> as an action, I can spill them to cover. A, well, it's a level square area. I actually don't really know that this is particularly level. I don't really know that. Yeah, I mean it's it's outside. I imagine this would be more useful in like a cave or floor or solid ground. Yeah. This is like forest, so it yeah. might make it for uh difficult terrain for a couple rounds, but um I yeah. don't I don't know how effective they would be in like grass. Right. I think I'm going to pass on this. This is just kind of grasping at straws here. <laughs> no, really... not. That'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I, I got my little poison. Oh, that should be fine. Is it possible? Yeah, yeah, that should be fine. You know, as a snack. If I put that poison, does that take an extra action to poison my rapier and, and then I wouldn't be able to also use it in the same round? I would say you could do it with a bonus action. All right. I'm going to use some little poison. As a treat. As a treat. Um, on my rapier. Should and be fun. Then, and then I'm going to strike at the little guy that tried to run away from me. Cool. Cool, cool. So that's... I already forget what you said I can do with that. but uh... It's like a D6 of poison damage. Gotcha. Okay. Little poison. Enough to Should coat it twice. Should be fine. Should be fine. Okay, so um, then I, I guess I'm gonna roll to a hit. Yep. Please don't, okay. don't fail me now. You fucking asshole. Oh, <laughs> that's a ten. Uh, there's a saying: if it, <laughs> if it meets, it beats. Yay! Oh boy! Yay! You beat All the right. Meat. Yeah, beat the beat. <laughs> you beat yeah, the beat. I sure did. Okay, <laughs> so then I'm gonna roll a d8 for that damage. That's seven, sick. And then a d6 for the poison. That's two. That's okay. So that's a seven and two. That's nine. It's nine damage. Ooh! You uh, shitty you... cow. You see, this cow does not look well. Um, it he shouldn't is, be. Is on the line, getting ready for slaughter. Oh man, sweet. Yeah, he murder. Is, he's not. He's bleeding. He is lacerated, and it almost looks like that laceration is infected, thanks to your uh, poison that you've given him. Well done, sir. Okay, so we just got two left, right? Or no, three. We still got three. Shit. Yeah, that didn't kill him, but it was close. Right. Oh, wait. No, wait. But we have three left still as well, right? We have the leader. Yeah, yeah you have and... the leader and three boy. 
Okay. Street boy. <laughs> okay. I think that does it for my turn. Um, Hajir, go ahead and give me another saving throw. Come on, okay. Hajir, you got this. Oh, that's a two. Ooh. Uh, hey, my... Not looking great. If I stuff rations in his mouth, does that do anything? Uh, not rations, but you could potentially make a uh, like a medicine check on Hajir to stabilize him. Uh, oh. Okay. That would be good. All right. What's that? <laughs> Said, yeah, you know, just a thought, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you don't mind. And now it's time for the party that uh, that Magus is having. This uh, oh, this grill oh, no. party. Oh no! Does a four hundred and thirty hit you? The first one got a 13. Does not hit. The second one got a 15. That does hit. Okay, and that is going to be 7 damage. Half is uh, down to 4. Okay. And the last one got a... 11. Does not hit. All right, cool. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. If you guys go down, I'm going to have to run away. For sure. Yeah. Uh, We need to. Serial, we need to get Hajir and get out of here. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I would agree. Maybe there will be a reason to try those ball bearings out after all. <laughs> um, gosh, I mean, can we? I guess I've never actually done that before. I mean, what do you do if you attempt to break the, you know, like you know, break away from the fight? Um, I mean, it would just be taking like. You're not actively in combat with anyone, so you could potentially grab a Hajir and take the dash action. That gives you double your movement speed. Um, mm-hmm. For as far as Magus, he would have to take the disengage action to avoid opportunity attacks, and yeah. then just to go. And then it would be the following round, trying to make a uh, dash action, but uh, dashed as right. Um, but it is the leader's turn now. He is going to try and stab with the fork. Oh, no. Oh, boy. That's that's a 12. I am not rolling good, <laughs> which is great well, for y'all. Yeah, <laughs> thank, thank God. Fucking goodness. Jesus Christ. Like, my, my damage rolls have been fine, yeah. but um, all right, uh, Magus, it is your turn to uh, fend off these bovine beasts. 
I know. I, mean, I, I almost think I, I almost think I have to disengage at this point and try and. Yeah, we're not going to make it. Make an escape. Yeah. Um, how far away is Hajir from me? Uh, probably about twenty feet. Okay, so uh, Serial, Serial, you're gonna have to get him. Okay. Um, I mean, there, like, there's no. I'm like a, I'm like a petite lady, so maybe you can help. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm a slender half elf. I don't weigh that much. Yeah. All right. I mean, I, my strength modifier is a negative one. You just, I, I think you really just need to heal him or like get him stabilized. And oh, well, I could do yeah. that. Yeah. I um, hope. <laughs> okay. So I have to make a move here. Um, I, am I completely, I, and there's still three of them ar- around me, right? Uh, there's still uh, four of them total around you, including the lead. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, yeah, this isn't good. Um, I think I have to disengage here and uh, try and try and make an escape. Feels bad, man. um, Is there any way that I can? He's about twenty feet away. You said, yeah. Can I? Can I? Can I run to him and try and make a medical check on him? Or is that going to take? They'll have an opportunity. I, I would, I would let you take the disengage and move over to him, uh, but since you would be making the uh, med check, I believe that that would be like a full action, and yeah. so if you're doing it, trying to do it with your bonus action. I would say that that would be, uh, you could do it, but you'd be doing it to disadvantage. You wouldn't risk killing him, but it's a matter of uh, stabilizing. Sure. Um, honestly, that might be the best bet at this point. Yeah, it might be, if you can get away with that. All right, let's try it, and I'll roll it with the disadvantage. I'll see what I can do. Okay. Uh, roll the medicine check? Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, so that's good. That's 18, and then disadvantage... Whoop. Let's try that again. Uh, that is 15. Ooh. Hajir, you are stabilized. You're not yes. up. Yeah. You are at zero, you're at zero HP, and you are still uh, incapacitated, but you no longer have to make death save. Cool. Okay. Um, so we could flee from this fight, and we probably should. But well, I'm not. I'm not up. He's not up. Yeah, he's just. He's just stabilized. Okay. Shit. Oh okay. my god. Thank goodness. That's <laughs> for good rules. I'm just gonna say, is it still worth throwing those ball bearings? Because basically, they have to succeed a DC 10 Dex throw, or they fall down. Uh, I'd say out here in the camp, you could probably. Uh, throw them in the path that they would use to follow you, because there's a path that leads uh, out of the camp. Uh, basically, it, it's the way that you didn't take before. Instead of like going up the hill, uh, you could have gone around and come in this way. It would have been a lot 
le- a lot harder to stealth your way in that way, but uh, it's a way that you'd be able to go and you can toss those in the way of them. Uh, okay. Trying to chase you out. Okay, so... Shoot, where are we in the uh, combat order? Um, it is actually your turn now because uh, it was uh, Magus who had gone and made the uh, disengage and then did the uh, roll to stabilize. Okay. Um, okay, so I have a bag of a thousand ball bearings. I'm not sure how many I need to throw. Uh, maybe all of them. I don't know. It's a, but the idea is to cover 10 square feet, so. I mean, yeah, if you did, like, if it were like 100 per square foot, that would be 1,000. Uh, let me. Yeah, there's got to be a rule on that, right? Yep, I'm looking that up now. Uh, I'm assuming that the bag of a thousand is really actually what you need to cover the ten feet. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking because it's because <sighs> it's like ten square feet. So okay, well. Um, yeah, okay, so I want to throw these all in between them and us. So, right. boom. I'm blowing, blowing them away from my inventory. Yeah, um, I would be definitely uh, able to do that. Um, and then you'd be able to start using your movement. Uh, using them is an action. Uh, you wouldn't be able to do the uh, dash action, but sure. you would be able to uh, get some space between y'all. Okay. Can and, I drag uh, Hajir as I do this? My normal uh, movement? Yeah, I would like you to use your bonus action to grab Hajir and uh, get out of there. Okay. And I rolled for all of them. They all fail, and one got a natural one. Which... <laughs> <laughs> all right. Dickheads. So, yeah. So, and that's including the leader going into the next round. So uh, you also would be able to uh, motor out of their Magus. Um, that is perfect. Is there any reason we should stick around and shoot them now that they're on the ground, or should we just run away? This is mostly to <laughs> you two. <laughs> Sorry, what did you say? The thing is, they're all downed right now. So I yeah. assume we get like a bonus damage on attacks for prone enemies. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking about it here. Prone, I, prone, I believe prone gets you advantage on the attack roll. Okay. Um, you do have two of the guys that are very low and likely uh, would go down with just uh, one hit. Yeah. I mean, I have throwing javelins. I could, uh, I could uh, toss one there if we need to. Yeah, the important thing I'm wondering is, is our distance sufficient though that they cannot catch up to us in one turn and attack us? <laughs> like, are we 30 feet away, 50 feet well, away? To get up from prone, 
they would need to move it at half movement. Mm -hmm. at half, they would lose half of their movement. And then to not have to make that dex check again, they would have to move at half speed, which would effectively be quarter speed. So you would have okay. a lot of opportunity to still, like, attack and move and still put a good amount of distance between them. That might be the ticket. Maybe we should maybe we should just throw a bunch of shit at him while we have a chance. Fine. With yeah, me. I have I have I have do four it. javelins here, so I have two daggers and I have a short bow. So if I for some reason couldn't use my short bow, I have daggers. So Okay. All right. Well uh, it is your turn, Magus. So like I said, the leader tried going on his turn and failed to cross those. Okay. So I'm going to, um, uh, at the distance, pull out my javelin, uh, and uh, I'm going to aim for one of the. Uh, I'm going to aim for one of the the prone one, one of the weak looking ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ooh, uh, that is a twenty four. That's a hit. Uh, okay. Do uh, it, let dude. Me, let me grab my d six here. End the stupid cow. <laughs> Uh, okay, there it is. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Dice management. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, oh, that is a sorry. six. Six damage. Nice. Hey, hey, Chris. Yeah? What does it look like when you kill him? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, so, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna toss this, this thing, and I'm gonna look at him and say, uh, hey, man, you're, you're, done to you're done for dinner <laughs> i'm gonna toss it and i'm gonna spear it right across this big stupid cow nose <laughs> just like right across the right across the face right in the snoot and i'm gonna i'm gonna turn over and look at cereal and and like kind of like a you know like better you know like is that, does that work? <laughs> i do that like hand wavy 50 50 kind of gesture all right, fair. <laughs> Shrugs a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, are you going to then? Uh, you'd move that fifty feet, thirty feet. I'm sorry. What was that? You you made your movement and then you threw that. Did you? Correct. Okay. All right. So you are, you have expended your movement. You've thrown your javelin. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, now that moves on to first cow. He's going to try and get up. And he wants to charge after you, so he's just going to go ahead and try dex check again. <laughs> and he falls right back on his face. Yeah. Excellent. The ball bearings were a good idea. Yeah, the home alone <laughs> strategy, baby. <laughs> uh, Samuel, you're up now. All right, I want to poison an arrow and then shoot it into someone's dumb face. All right, uh, you have. Uh, there's one. There's still one follower that's at full health. Uh, the leader has been damaged, but uh, he's still looking pretty healthy. And then there's your uh, already poisoned buddy. All right, is he? Has he taken like additional poison damage since he went down? Uh, no, no, he hasn't. It's just it's it doesn't. The stuff you have doesn't give the poison condition. It's just the, it's just poison damage. Oh, okay, gotcha. Let's see. Um, 
I kind of feel pretty comfortable leaving that doofus on the ground. Um, I want to poison an arrow and take a shot at Big Chief. All right, go ahead and give me that roll with the. All right, let's see. Well, that first one was a critical fail, so this has to be better. That's a fucking three, so that's five. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so you are trying to aim this bow and arrow, the short, and normally it's not that big a deal for you, but you are carrying a gear. So it does kind of throw off your weight distribution. Uh, and it kind of sails over. And I'm just going to roll pure luck check. The arrow sails, hits the leader's armor, and bounces into your already poisoned boy and kills him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. My lucky day, that poor bastard. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna glance over to Serial and just kind of go like, oh, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then um, I, I, I say something like, "Your goose is cooked, turkey," and I, I wink it. <laughs> <laughs> That's worth a chuckle. All right, we need to get, we need to get out of here, Serial. You think so? Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, we could possibly win this, but. Eventually, we're going to run out of this good luck of them continuing to fall all over themselves. Uh, there's there's only two left. Is that right? Is there? Yeah, there's only two left. Okay, so there's oh, the you weak... could, you could you could fucking kill them. Yeah, yeah it's the it's can. the weak it's the weak boy and the leader, but the leader's armored and he's got more HP. Well, I don't know. I don't know how much HP he's got. Yeah, we uh, don't. How's the other boy looking? Is the is the other meaty boy looking a little? The other one has not been hit yet. I was gonna say I didn't think so. Yeah, but they're not that strong. They're like uh, medium, medium meaty boys. <laughs> I, I I don't normally do this, but you know, numerically, we're able. Oh, what? Okay. I'm sorry, you broke up a little bit. Um, yeah, you cut you, completely you, out. You know that the with the one boy, uh, you know that the weaker ones. Just mm. because you were able to one shot that first scout, yeah, uh, yeah. they have about fifteen HP. Right, I was gonna say it's it's gotta be. Right. We can, we I actually think we can do this. Can. Yeah. Okay. I think uh, I think we can do it. We gotta believe in ourselves or get TPK'd. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> on the second on the second session. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. Um, well. Uh, there's not any way to for us without a health potion to bring Hajir back, right? Uh, that is correct. There's not any way that you are be able to uh, heal Hajir. Gotcha. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's we should go for it then. Let's see what we can do here. Good. All right. So let me go ahead and. Session sheet back up. So, um, uh. <laughs> it is the one boy. He's going to spend half of his movement to try and get up, and he is going to try and run after you at his the rest of his speed. So the funny thing about these boys. 
I'm not going to tell you uh, what their uh, dex is, but it's a negative. Okay. <laughs> and really so helpful. This guy has a two for his Ooh. attempt. So he did not pass that dex check. He falls back down on his face. Beautiful. Uh, brings it back up to the leader's turn. And he's going to try and get up now. Mm. And ceremoniously falls onto his back. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yay. We can do it. We We can totally do it. We can definitely do it. Big clumsy fuckers. Big, dumb, (laughs) slippery, human-footed, human-handed cow people. (laughs) All right. Um... I think the move here is to go for the weakest boy. I would agree. The unarmored boy. I would um, agree. Okay. I'm, so I'm I'm back at the top of the turn order. Yeah. Yep. All right. So let's javelin throw to that boy. Oh yeah, that is a nineteen. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Get it. And that is seven damage. That's pretty good. Nice. He does not look great after that shot. Um, he looks like he has regretted waking up this day. <laughs> and uh, are you creeping back in at all? Or are you still staying at distance? As of right now, I'm still staying at distance. All right, cool. Uh, anything else that you're going to uh, do with your turn then? Or is that that wrap it up? Um, as of right now, that's going to wrap it up. I don't have anything. I don't have anything smart <laughs> to do. <laughs> All right, uh, Sarayal. All right, it's poison arrow time. Yes. Um. So, dunk another arrow. Fire me up a range shot. Oh, you said with advantage, still right? Yeah, they are still prone. Awesome. That's a nine, uh, well, an 11 with the modifier. And that's a 13 with a modifier. Hey. Hey, that hits. All right. Boom. Uh, so, poison <laughs> damage. Arrows, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> pew. You know, pew. Cla- classic <laughs> fantasy arrow sound. <laughs> pew. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's... <laughs> That's four uh, regular old arrow damage. Uh, but that's also two additional poisony damage. That's six. That's like just fucking shy. Yep. He's like your other boy. You you shoot him in the shoulder, right in the shoulder, right where the neck meets the uh, shoulder. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of like see like that poison's like kind of like it spread a little bit in his through his uh neck and it it doesn't look like it's a uh, healthy wound. Right. I thought you were gonna tell me I hit a nipple again. No, he's <laughs> he's, he's fell, he fell on his face. His nipples are protected. Oh right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, good for him. <laughs> Not my nipples. Guard my nipples. Oh, well, for the fisherman's son, that his nipples are kept in the bay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, uh, that's my that's my turn, right? So we, uh, here yeah. we go. This is our last this is our last hurrah here. We really kind of have to do it here. Yeah, I know. 
the one that you all just uh, pounced on figuratively, uh, he's going to try and get up, and okay. he is... He is he is standing. He's able to get through, but but he only has like he only maybe moves like just out of the range of the uh, of the ball bearings. He is he's on his feet, but he also is very low on. Health. Gotcha. Not have enough movement to get to you guys. Nice. Uh, back up to the leader. He is going to use half of his movement to get up. And he does fall back down. Yay! Yes. Good. That is going to make this a lot easier. God, this is really incredible. This is <laughs> like four. You, you, you have turned this very <laughs> near death scenario into a clown show. Sheer <laughs> dumb luck. <laughs> it's like it's like Abbott and Costello out here. Like nothing's really happening. <laughs> Uh, okay so um hit him let's let's javelin this boy yeah Uh, now now if you're going for standing boy uh you it is just straight roll because he is up and everything if you go for the leader uh it he does you would have advantage on the lead uh i'm gonna turn to serial weak one or the leader what do you think uh well we only got to do a couple of a couple of points of damage to this guy I'm pretty sure. Yeah, let's but, javelin him. Yeah, I mean if you want to go for the leader, I'll go for you know Standy Boy instead. It's up to you. Yeah, sure. Well, why not? Let's uh, let's javelin the leader then. Do it. Oh my gosh, dude! Uh, Twenty four again. Whoa! <laughs> Just, dude, oh my god! Did um, you roll for advan- Roll your second die for advantage. On oh, that? that's right. I get it. I get advantage. Oh, please, yes. crit. Uh, no, that was much much worse. Still okay, but um, yeah, that was a thirteen. So 20, 24 hits. Okay. Come on, big money, big money, no whammies. Uh, that is an eight. Eight damage. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, he did not care for that. He that like that like slides right in through like the armhole and it like pierces through its like chest. Like it's not like deep enough to hit a vital organ, but it's impaling in there pretty well. Ouch. A pretty decent impaling. <laughs> Uh, okay, well we gotta we gotta make this count because I'm down to my last javelin. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> um, gosh, has it been a minute in in uh, combat order since the last time I poisoned my rapier? Um, and, like every round is like six seconds or something, right? Yeah. So I yeah, think so it'd be ten. Maybe, ten I, I don't think it's been ten. I think it's maybe been like seven. Okay, that should mean I still have nice and poisony rapier to to wield, uh, which uh, I'm going to try to hit Standy Boy with. Yep. All right, here we go. I can't believe it. Are you kidding? Oh no! <laughs> that's a that's a critical fail. Uh... <laughs> I can't believe it. Uh. Um, go ahead and roll your damage. 
okay. <laughs> That's gonna happen to me now. <laughs> I'm going to die. That's six damage. So you run up, you like crouch down to stab this boy through the gut, and you do it. You stab it, you stab up into him, and he's dead. However, the position you put yourself in, you are lowered on the ground. You're like you you are lower than him. You're stabbing up into him, and he's kind of like leaning towards like he's gonna like stab into you with his uh fork. Oh my god. So, oh, no. <laughs> so but you're stabbed on you're like he's leaning <laughs> over you, you're under him, you stab up into him, and as he falls dead, oh, he no. lands on you. You are now prone and we'll have to make a strength check to try and get this this get this uh <laughs> off of you. Unbelievable. Uh, okay. Uh, well, cereal? I didn't, up, I didn't end up with a fork in me, so that's that's pretty good. Are you okay? No. <laughs> oh god. I look over at his ear and I'm like trying to shake him. I look back over at the big armor boy. How's he doing over there? Uh, well, he is the only one left, and he he gets up. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> like, like I am not above fudging numbers, but the highest I have rolled for this guy, and I'm just going to tell you this straight up. The highest I have rolled for this guy is a 12. <laughs> but he has a minus and minus three to his dex. Okay. <laughs> he just rolled a natural five. Uh. <laughs> so, so he is still down, rolling around on these ball bearings. <sighs> <laughs> so about how far away is he right now? Uh, you have not moved up at all. He's about... Uh, what's your movement again? 25. He's pretty much since you guys ran out as far as your movement go, he's about 25 feet. Okay. Hmm. You can get in range. I could get in range. Um, in fact, I think... I'll get up. He cannot get up. <laughs> he can't get up. I, I think I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna like let out a sigh, pull out my great axe, and walk over to him. Do I have enough with my movement range to strike at him? Oh yeah. Okay, let's do that then. All right, wish me luck, boys. Uh, uh that is a 19. All right. <laughs> and did you roll for your other die for advantage? Oh no, I keep forgetting about that because he's dead. Do it again. <laughs> Oh my god, that is a 24. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Uh, that's a hit. Go ahead and roll damage. <laughs> Fuck him up, dude. Alright. End this nightmare. <laughs> uh, you're, uh, you're, you're uh, turkey's fried, pal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, okay. Uh, that's 12. Oh wait, uh, excuse me, 13. Oh my god. You raise up your great axe. You bring <laughs> it down onto this guy. You cut through the armor he's wearing Ooh. and into his chest. 
Ouch. He is coughing up blood, bleeding. <laughs> but still has just that, like, he has that look like it's starting to go, but he's still just barely hanging, hanging on. on. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, boy. Well, now he's standing right in front of him, too. <laughs> and I'm pinned by a cow. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, Sariel. Yeah. Go ahead and give me a uh, strength check. Yeah, that's not going to go well for me. Uh, oh boy, I am not strong. Um, Come on, you could do it. <laughs> you got it. You got it. You got it. Actually, you know what? So that's just a d twenty plus my my strength modifier, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. Oh, that's very good. That's an 18 minus one. So that's a 17. Hey, you are able to shove this big <laughs> old cow minotaur off of you. And you can use half of your movement to get up and prone. And you would still be able to, if you have enough movement to get over there, because you did move with that other guy. So you would be able to use that other half of your movement to get over and try to attack this guy. Dude, you have yeah. not much luck with that before, but <laughs> boy, you can try. Uh, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm going in with the poison rapier. This has got to be it. He's still prone, right? Sure is. Yeah, fuck you, you big stupid fucking cow. It's a 9 <laughs> plus 2 is 11, uh, and then the next roll is also a 9 plus 2, which is an 11. <laughs> How? I don't know. Man. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I just, I had the strength to push a dead cow off me, but I can't stick the pointy end in the dead thing on the ground. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. <sighs> okay, so... I guess I just like go oops and just poke the dirt. <laughs> oh. oh, that's so funny. Now he's going to try to get up again. And he's going to fall down again. Oh, it's cracking me up. See, here's the thing people are going to hate this. Okay. But yes. there is no. absolutely no reason why you should miss in this situation. Uh, like Magus has a has a has a great axe embedded in this thing's chest. <laughs> no, the thing is, if you give this to me, you, we're gonna get crucified. Right. You have to let him try to get up again. You <laughs> have to, or people will never listen again. You have to let me fail. No, I know. <laughs> I, at, at least then we'll be able to say, well, on that crit fail, it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> right. You have to let me fail. Uh... Roll to get that cow up. 
Rolling for cow. Roll, roll for cow, please. Roll for cow. He's going to get up. Jesus, he's going to do it. Uh, no. Come on. He got a natural six. Hi, Magus. You can do it. We're now just beating a dead animal practically. (laughs) My axe is still like wedged in this thing's chest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to just kind of like wiggle it around a little bit and just sort of <laughs> like try and unstick it. Like, oh, damn it. Uh, that is a 15. Please tell me that hits. Here's the thing. A 15 hits. A 15 does hit. Okay. okay. I just want to know if you're going to uh, roll a nat, crit, uh, a nat 20 on your... Uh, oh, my advantage roll. Because right. he has one HP, and I want to see how badly you decimate him. <laughs> I swear, okay, I'm going to film this. Just in case. Yeah, I, I'm going to need proof of whatever happens from here on out. Alright, here we go. <laughs> okay, no, that's a 17. <laughs> Just in case there was some kind of craziness there. That's a yeah. 17. <laughs> Alright. I'm just... I'm, I'm not even trying to hurt him. I'm just trying to like, oh damn it, like unwiggle my axe cool. from inside of his chest. <laughs> Sorry. You pull out your axe from the chest. And <laughs> you remember the whole uh too soon Steve Irwin thing that he would have possibly lived had he left the uh, stingray uh, tail. Yeah. Yes. That's this kind of thing. Like all the blood that was being held in by your great axe comes out now and he just Oh no! <laughs> it bleeds out. It's like that that thing, like in movies, where like the guy's pinned to a tree and they can't move the car because he'll die. But yeah. I don't think that's a real thing. <laughs> well, it's it's real oh here. God. Okay. Uh, well, um, good job. You get it? You got anything to say to him? How did you get pinned under a cow? <laughs> You know what? It was just, I got under, I was trying to go up and in, but then, like, I went too far forward with the hip, and I lost my footing. Well, it's all right. I I guess we should check on Hajir and... Oh, yeah, we should. See if we can find these grates around here. Ow! (laughs) Hey, 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 Hajir, how you feeling? I'm going to, I'm going to loot the captain cow. See if I can find anything. <laughs> um, I help Hajir up. Thank you, Al. <laughs> I give him a, I give him a biscuit or something, <laughs> or something. I don't know. Whatever's in my rations make you feel a little better. Good job, guys. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> I need a band-aid and I need my milky wilky. Well, after about you know, four, roughly four hours of travel and uh, almost dying, <laughs> brilliant move of throwing ball bearings on the ground. Yes. As turn the tide of battle in your favor. Brilliant. Day 
Wow, I had no idea your dex was so bad. That worked out really well. Their dex was very bad. Wow. Uh, you searching the camp are able to find a strange uh, salve. That just there's like a single bowl of it, and okay. uh, you're able to uh, deduce from that that it is a, a healing salve of sorts. Ooh. So. Uh, I would give a numerical value to how much uh, Hajir could heal off of that, uh, but this is where we're going to end our session. We can take care of uh, all of that next time. Yeah. <sighs> wow. We did it, guys. We really we, did it. We did it? <laughs> we did it. <laughs> yeah. That wraps up this episode of Taverns, Travel, and Tests. Be sure to join us next time when we deal with the ramifications of Mag's guard being slain and the recovery of the meat pits. You can check out the boys on the Three Dudes cast, and you can reach out to us about the show on Twitter at Triple T D and D. If you want to help support the show, tell your friends. Consider becoming a patron at Patreon.com/slash/TheComicSads. Leave us a five-star review on your podcatcher of choice, and tweet about the show using hashtag Triple T D and D. Also, check out all of the other great podcasts on the Project Derail Podcast Network. Visit projectderail.com for more information and links to all of these awesome podcasts. We'll see you next time on Triple T. Projectderail.com